Welcome to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts. On this podcast, I'll be sharing the ups and downs of running a business, how to manage a great team of folks who are helping us grow that business, how to thrive as a husband and just be a better one for that matter, how to function with an 18-month-old running around driving sometimes you crazy how to thrive as a man in this world when frankly we are lacking great role models at this moment in time and i'm documenting all of this in a journey trying to find my place in the world so if you're looking to grow your business obtain financial freedom figure out parenthood up level your life be a better person or frankly how to be a badass you're in the right place let's get started enjoy the show Welcome back to Project Life with Mike Watts. This is Mike Watts. Hashtag lifers, baby. Welcome up, lifers. Welcome back to the uh, episode. Hopefully, you've, you've enjoyed part one and part two with my interview with my buddy Stephen Fogg. Today, we're going to do part three. This is really big into starting a business, operating a business. He has a partner in his business, um, a gentleman that has been running this business for quite a few years, and Stephen partnered up with him, became a partner. Um, a guy took a chance and brought him on board. So we talk more about that. We talk about what it's like, the mindset shift that we have to go through from operating um, as an employee and then operating as a business owner. This was huge. This was a huge, huge, huge piece that he talks about uh, as a shift that we end up making because it is it is pretty big. For the, any of you that have done that, you understand that. Anybody of, Any of you that are currently operating a business – like just that in general day-to-day activities of what we go through. So pretty cool, pretty important um, topic and piece to, to understand. And I really enjoyed this conversation with him and hopefully you will as well. And tomorrow will be the last part of the interview series that comes out. And that will be more about, um, you know, being a dad, running a business, like starting something brand new with two kids. Like that's a big freaking deal. So what that's like, and we're going to talk more about that in part four. So have a great rest of the day. Enjoy part three, and let me know, um, you know, hit me up on the socials platforms. You can reach out to me at Mike J. Watts, and on Instagram is probably my best contact communication. I always respond to my direct messages if you send them to me. And just let me know if you enjoy this, because I could definitely bring some more guests on and just see about putting a, like a three or four part interview series together for other guests. So... Have a great rest of the day, and uh, I will talk to you guys soon. Cheers. Talk about your journey with uh, business. Sure. So let's talk about. So we'll just fast forward a little bit because we we shared like digital media at Fox, mm-hmm. and then now you talk about the event you went to. Right. That you knew time it was time to kind of move over. Well, I don't. I, I I will definitely describe it, but I'm gonna yeah kind of keep it mm-hmm. yeah, broad. But I went to a um, a training meeting in New York. Um, for my my organization, and it was during a, a point when like I I was get, already getting to the point when I was realizing that like we're not on the forefront of where digital needs to be at, and I was kind of hoping for like a this meeting in New York was gonna gonna help. And just timestamp it a little bit. Can you do that so we know? So February, we're not talking like 2006. This was this February. Okay, so February of 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and. Um, I was kind of we we were we've been falling off for about a year at this point with our with our analytics and one in our in our and our strategy we had no strategy in place and our analytics and our numbers kept falling each and every month and it was getting very discouraging to be in my position with this large corporation um, and so they they ushered us all up to New York 
um, for this training of best practices um, for how to do this. And I don't know. I mean, the training was okay. Yeah. But I could, but most of the stuff, I, I felt like it was more of for the, the, the people in the ivory tower to, okay, we did this. Got it. And, okay. and, and so it's like, okay, we're good. But then like, I think anybody that has a job that's worked for someone before has been to a training. Yeah. That's yeah. like checking boxes that says we trained our people. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think it was that. And, and, and I'll, and I'll, um, I never got the best way to put this about like kind of putting. It well, there's class. a person yeah. who was high up in, in this organization yeah. who said, what was the question he asked? Um, or he made a statement. Well, so, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. You know, I mean, you can probably put the pieces together just from this podcast. If you're listening and you're really intrigued, um, they're asking like, what is Instagram? And, and, and like basically we had to stop the whole training for this person who, legitimately runs our organization. He's the, he's the, 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 the person, the, the, the key point on this may have stop and, and, and tell me, ask, have us ask him what Instagram is and, and, and teach him about this, this tool for 15, 20 minutes. At that point is when I knew that we were fucked. Like this is, this is not where this billion dollar, trillion dollar organization shouldn't, this, this should not be questioned by this person. No, because this. yeah, Instagram at this point has been around for a They're number owned of by years. Facebook. Yes. Yeah. So you should right. know this. I mean, and, and I listen, I get it that like these traditional behemoths, traditional media is their baby and they make a killing off it. Right. They're going to host the Super Bowl again. They, what they should be scared about is that digital is taking a big piece of the pie and like their line, their, their ratings are flat. Nothing's going up anymore. It's flat. like TV ratings. TV ratings. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's flat, probably trending downwards. Um, Gary, Gary with Vanderchuk. Yep, Gary Vanderchuk. So he, he had, spoke. He did the keynote at Inbound yeah, the yeah. day one. Um, and and he, I recommend look Google him. Up. I, I've just learned about him um, during this. But he said the, the the thing that stuck with me the entire day, uh, the first day of, the, of Inbound was TV is what radio was of the 1950s. Digital is what TV is. Uh, TV was of the 1950s, and it reigns so true. And he used like. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, YouTube, YouTube. Yeah. As the as now they are now the NBC, CBS, ABC, Fox, and whatever network right uh, of our generation, and it reigns so true. It's a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent true. true. Yeah. And and the, and the sooner that people understand that who are in our business that that deal with with that that content, the sooner they're going to be better off because mm-hmm. that is the God's honest truth. I mean, and, and, and another thing he put into perspective was like, so you DVR most of your content and the content that you can't DVR, say you have to actually sit through a commercial break. What are you doing during that commercial? You're break? on your phone. You're on your phone. Yeah. You're or you're going your, to the bathroom. You're not watching commercials. But you bring your... Even fi- commercials bring, at, at our house during the World Series, yeah. I would mute the TV Yeah, and I'd be on my phone. Or I'd go to the bathroom, I'd go get food or whatever, but I'm not watching the commercials. You're on Facebook. Correct. You're getting your commercials through there. Correct. If you know it or not, I mean, I'm sure you do. Yes. Yeah. Like you're, that's where you're getting, that's where you're interacting with it. And like that, that, that resonated so true because mm-hmm. it is, it's so, it's so fat. It's such a factual term. Um, it's true. There's a, so there's number. It, right now in 2016, we were at a massive disruption, yeah. right? And that's yeah. exactly what you're describing. Yeah. Yeah. So when you heard this from the person up in New York at this conference, like, 
what went through your mind for yourself. So, you know, like what I knew. So it was a tough thing because, um, it's 21st century Fox. Right? I mean, yeah, that's just, yeah. Well, you, you said so, this yeah. already. Yeah. yeah um, so, you know, they've, I had a lot of opportunities to get promoted. Um, it, it meant relocating to different markets. Uh, it was a, it's a great, it was a great job. I mean, like, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong. I mean, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, I love the travel to, to a point with it. Um, but it meant that, excuse me, that I need to find my next, my next move because this isn't it. And so, okay. So what was the disconnect? That's what I want to, I want to figure out like what went on inside of your head or body that was just that like, they don't get it. Got it. That they, okay. just, that they don't get it. That they, they don't see the value behind this. And to a, to a degree, I can understand their, 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 their understanding with it because they make so much money in this traditional media. In this right? other way. Yeah. But so did uh, print and so did radio. Right. So, I mean, it's just, it's just, and, and I look at the people in that, are still in the TV industry that yeah, I'm, I don't I have not, don't have the, the numbers in front of me. I don't, I might even be not even be out there, but I'm sure the average age of the average TV rep has increased significantly because those, those 20 somethings that used to be like my generation, I think I was the last generation that truly desired to go work for a radio television station. I think they all want to work for Pandora or LinkedIn or Spotify. Spotify or, yeah. 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 Um, because we're dinosaurs, and not we're they're dinosaurs now, right? Um, so when you sa- said to yourself, like they don't get it, what? How did that get you to say I need to go do something else? Right. Well, my network. Your what do you mean my by net- your network? Um, so of people, of people, yeah. Okay. Um, as I mentioned in in dinner, and, and you met him too, uh, my partner Ben. We were on and off, like in the connection purposes, uh, up until I'd say about two years ago when he, when we ran together, when I was still um, Moonlight and QT Independent, and I was actually doing a remote broadcast at a uh, beer festival in South End, the South End area of Charlotte, and uh, he saw me there, and I think he was looking for his agency to pivot a little bit more. I think he was getting a little more content focused. And saw what I was doing, very intrigued, and we just kept talking and talking and talking. We just kept, you know, every three to four weeks, we would go get a drink and just, what's going on? How's it been going? Yeah. And and, and after the, after from those conversations, and and I just kept seeing how not comfortable. That's not the right word to put, but just his work life balance was better than yours. And he made a lot more money in that, yeah. in doing that same thing. And I realized that there, there's a better way to do this. And um, so, after that, you know those, those those conversations were going on, and then we I had that conference or that training in February. I literally came back down to Charlotte and I looked at my my uh, my calendar because my my oldest daughter was getting ready to go to um, kindergarten. And, and you have two two kids, yeah, five five two girls, two five girls, and one. And I looked at it, and okay, I think I think it was August twenty second was the first day of kindergarten. I texted him, and I was like, "I am going to leave Twenty First Century Fox by August twenty second. Like, I'd love to partner up with you, um, but if not, if not, regardless, I'm going to go off. I'm, I'm, I'm going to do this." And he's like, "Okay, let, let's try to try to make something happen." So we spent the next uh, what four or five months mm-hmm. just kind of trying to figure out if we could make it work. Um, and so I, you know, it, it happened. You know. It, 
it actually worked perfectly for me because the Cavs went to the finals. I was able, to, I was able to go. I was actually able to burn my vacation time and go up and go see Game Four of the finals, and then take my five year old daughter up to the championship parade, um, which is that was awesome. That yeah, was awesome. Yeah, it was awesome. So I, I was able to burn through all my vacation time. Like, I had a countdown clock going mm-hmm. on, and and you know, and, and it was it was a leap of faith. And you left your job in August. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I um. I don't even think I was scared as hell, honestly, at that point. Like, I think about a year ago, I probably would have been terrified. But at this point, like, I knew this was the right right choice to do. And I also knew that because I took a lot of interviews before this. I interviewed every other TV station in the marketplace. And, like, it was more, the, more or less the same. Did you get job offers? Yeah. Okay. And you turned them down? I turned them down, yeah. Yeah. Because it was, it was just more of the same. Like, it was mm-hmm. nothing was anything better than the other one. It was just, all right, the same shitty things going on, um, just at a different station. And um, so I, I knew there was options out there, um, it, but so I'm like, all right. And I was told, I told my wife, I'm like, you know what? Six months, if this doesn't work, then I can always come right back into it. Um, and so we took the leap, and it's been about um, three and a half months, and, and it's been interesting because when I first came on board, my role was completely different than it, what it is today. Um, I think the both of us were, and he, Ben might speak differently upon this, but I think. Um, we were both trying to figure out where I where I fit in this ecosystem, but also um, you know try to find a way to make money. And, and I think the first month and a half was me transitioning out of corporate America mm-hmm. and, and how to do that, and, and then coming into the marketing world. And then from there on, it's been define, defining my role. And I think with probably about the last month, um, we've done a serious pivot. We've kind of identified it. And then me coming up here for, for inbound is kind of solidified like nice. my role in this organization. Um, I like that. That's great. But you know what? It could be six months from today, and it could be completely different. Exactly. Or, yeah. Or I yeah. Could, or I could be not. We couldn't be partners. Uh, who knows? Right. But you like, don't know. But right now, like we, this is where we're both comfortable with, and I'm kind of, and I'm really happy about that because it's. Like I, I think we were both like honestly we were both were taking a taking a gamble on it. Mm-hmm. He's definitely helped me get to this point, and, and but I think uh, you know that being said, like I told you in the restaurant, like this is the first time in prof- my professional world I feel like I'm being treated as a grown up. That's amazing. I love it. That. Really is. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and because of that, it motivates you more to to do to to put more to act like a grown yeah. up. Yeah. To yeah. Do more. Like I know when I go back to Charlotte, it's such a great. I'm sorry to interrupt no, you. I think it's such a great perspective to think about because I know there's people listening to this right now who have thought about doing what you're doing or have started a business but not put the effort into it. Mm-hmm. And it's such a great way to sum it up. Is like. It's the first time I've been treated like a grown up, and it's the first like I'm really I'm stepping up to that level, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, I, I had a great title at Fox and a great job. They sent me to Atlanta, and they sent me to New York. You know, I had these things where I had these important meetings, um, but when it came down to, it, I still reported to somebody, and if I didn't do it to their pleasure, even though what I might have done might have garnered some more success, I was I was getting yelled at for that. Yeah. Um, it, it, where I'm like here, it, it's 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 on me. And right. If I don't do it, then then yeah, Ben and I are, are gonna separate ways, and he's gonna keep doing what he does. Excuse me, at a very successful rate, and then I'm gonna figure my thing out. But what when so? 
I want to hit on a couple of things that you talked about. Mm-hmm. I definitely want to hear about the emotional stuff. Um, like what's going through your system right now of being a new business owner. Plus you have a family, right? Yeah. This is, yeah, it's a big deal. Like yeah. it's not, we're yeah. not 25 where it's just solo Mike and fog right. sitting around. Right. Right. But before that, like talk about, you mentioned something that said you, you spent a month and a half when you first started this. Um, and this is totally new. So for people listening, like when you're starting a business, like he is really, as he talked about kicking this off, like green, oh, yeah. like really green oh, into yeah. being a business owner. What is the transition that you went through from you spent a month and a half kind of transitioning from corporate to becoming a business owner? So just give me like a quick highlight of some of the things where it was like different mindset shift. What Mm -hmm. shifted during this process to become a business owner versus somebody that was from corporate? Well, I think the biggest thing was stress. My stress changed. I still have it. But the old stress I had was reliant on manu. It was manu. You know, it was manufactured stress. Okay. I had a lot of manufactured stress that I had to deal with. Getting to work at eight o'clock, leaving at five thirty. You know, these kind of like deadlines and these 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 procedures that you kind of felt this routine going on was very. That's kind of how it's a systems process um, with, with 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 building something out. When you're own, your own boss, it, it's it's on you. You could do it from 8 to 5. You could do it from 6 to 3 and then come back on at 8 o'clock at night and work till 1 in the morning, which I do do, and it's, I enjoy it that way. But I think I think just, just understanding um, your 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 new role um, is, was a big part of it. Like reframing your mind thought process is a big part of it. Um, because, I mean, the first day I went to, you know, um, you know, Ben and I. My first day with Ben and I we working working together, I dressed just like I always would at Fox, <laughs> but I dressed like business casual on Fridays, which means I didn't wear a tie. Yeah. Um. So it was it was and and like my wife was just like, "What the hell are you doing? Like, what are you, you're, you're this is un, this is awkward." And it was interesting too. Like my thought process at, at, during that point too has shifted com, uh, completely because during that I was like, "Okay, I'm coming in here." I went from a very um, I work hard mentality to work smarter mentality. Mm. I, think, I think that's the best way to love it. that. As Oprah says, that's a tweetable. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but that was, it was true because, like, I mean, my first week there, I'm like, give me, give me fucking business cards, man. Just give me a business card. I'm just gonna go hit the streets and go walking. And I did. I did that for like two weeks, and I talked to some people, um, and I didn't realize until about a couple weeks ago that like that was futile doing that because I'm talking to marketing managers here who know that there's better ways to generate um, referrals than knocking on a door from here. This obtrusive uh, way to generate business, it's outdated. Mm -hmm. So reframing the way I think, I guess was a big part of it was a big part of it from, from doing this work harder mentality of knocking on doors and meeting a lot of people to, Using inbound, got it to 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 kind of keep uh, targeting and reaching people. Using my having my tools go out there and do it for me. I love that. It's like what Kate said in our last podcast that we did, where she was just like, "Yeah, I don't work forty hours a week," and I never thought about that. It's always been ingrained in my mind mm-hmm. where it's like forty hours a week. That's what you work. Yeah, and I looked at it was the first time since I started my business where she that I thought about. 
how many hours a week do I work? I'm like, there's no way I work 40 hours a right. week. Like, right. no way. Now, during our product launches or something yeah. like that, yeah. there's definitely more time and effort. But on out of 52 weeks in a year, the, I would say four. Maybe I work 40 <laughs> hours a week. I don't know. It would be interesting to track. But it is, it's such a programming that we've been built up with. Right. And, and I, I look at So lead up to the inbound, I worked like 60 hour, 60 yes. hour work week. But when I first started my business, I was yeah. definitely working more than but, 40 but hours. But I a will week. say there were there was like a week, you know, okay, you're right. I'm I'm still in the startup phase, so I'm still I'm not there's sometimes like we would take a Friday ha- half day and kind right. of uh, you know get drinks something like that. But I agree with you hardly and and, and at Fox, truthfully, I only ever worked 40 hours a week at Fox. But I was, it was more? The, or no, less? I was less. Yeah. But I was at my office 40 hours a week. Yes, that's the key right there is that we're at the physical location for 40. A warm body. Nobody works 40 hours. Like Gary Vaynerchuk works 40 hours a week, right? But he his crazy schedule. Uh, I I found the coolest little uh, game. I'm a logistics freak. And I found a game that was called uh, Mini Metro, which was basically a game that you built subway systems for, uh, for cities. And so I would spend hours, like literally <laughs> fucking hours, like at Fox. And I had the dual monitors. Right. And I'd have one turn that so no one could see it. And, you know, or they could see it, but it took them like a second to. So I was able to switch it off. And I'd build like like infrastructure for subway systems. Right. And thing. everybody listening right now is doing the same thing yeah. in some other way at their job. Yeah. Dinosaur Polo Ground. I need a, another free key if you listen. So. <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, so let's talk a little bit about since you've been running your business. So the mindset shift is huge. And I would say it doesn't stop. Like uh, there's I did a video earlier today that talked about um like up leveling, right? So as as we're starting new, you're going through this whole mindset shift from Fox. And as I made money, like building my business, let's say I made my first thousand dollars, like I had to continually change my mind, make two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars, hundred thousand dollars, do two hundred thousand dollars, etc. And as the income grew, like I have to continually learn new things that will take me to that next level. And so Kate and I have a goal for our business to hit seven figures in a year, nice. right? That the person I am today won't hit seven figures. Like me right now sitting here, it's not hitting seven figures will not happen with the who Mike Watts is now. Mm-hmm. I have to continually grow who that person is. So definitely is something to always continually go to networking, go to networking, co-networking, co-networking. Yeah. What is that? Um, well, it's a big thing um, at inbound they're preaching was basically using my network or, you know, this podcast yeah. right here. So, like, I mean, we're both getting... A, getting oh, collaborations. Yeah, collaboration. Yeah. Yeah, yeah basically. Yeah. yeah. The YouTubers Spend- call it collaboration. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, co-networking. So we have a new name for it. The rookie calls it co-networking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never... Yeah, I've never heard that before. Um, so what is it? Like, give me, the, give me the real deal, like real time. How do you feel about... Because there is pressure because it's new. Income's not what it was at Fox yet, mm-hmm. you know, coming in, like you got a kid, you got yeah. a, a wife first. How's it being a dad? Well, let's talk about that. Yeah. How's I, it I, being yeah. a dad? Thank you so much for listening to the project life with Mike Watts podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today on this episode and you want to know a little bit more about what I am using to help grow our business, to help myself become a better man, to help myself become a better dad, a better husband, a better human overall, you know, I'm all about team human. 
And that's what I really want to do is create a world that allows us to become better human beings. And if that's something you're interested in, head over to MikeJWatts.com. That is MikeJWatts.com. You can register right there for my emails newsletter. It goes out once a week. There's usually three to five different tools, tips, tricks, techniques that I've learned about this week that are really helping me become a better human being. Thank you again for listening, and I'll see you over on MikeJWatts.com, and I'll see you tomorrow.